it's your natural dog with Angela Ardolino, and I'm excited about my guest today. She is Dr. Christina Chambreau. She is uh, on the Council of Elders for the Association of Holistic Veterinarians, um, which is a a wonderful organization who has an annual event that we attend every year so we can go see all of our holistic, favorite holistic and integrative vets. And I met her one year. I'll never forget the first year I met her because I was learning about homeopathic medicine. And I remember sitting in a lecture and I had no idea what the heck they were saying. And when I raised my hand, they looked at me like I was a crazy person. And this is what she is. She's a homeopathic vet. And has been for over 30 years. So I was like, what the heck is it? And she took the time to explain it to me. And she's a wonderful holistic. I love her. She's so filled with information. And I wanted to talk to her mostly about how we have this huge shortage of not only veterinarians, but holistic and integrative veterinarians, which practice um, more holistic approaches to health and wellness, which, as you know, is what I'm really into. So Join our conversation. It's going to be a good one with Dr. Christina Chambrell. Okay, Dr. Christina, you know I brought you on today because I want to talk about a huge issue that I've been seeing going on for at least the past two years. I I feel like it's gotten a lot worse during the pandemic, and that is the need and desire to find a holistic or even an integrative veterinarian and not being able to. So even where I live... I have one choice. And of course, she's booked out forever. And I don't think people understand why this is happening or I don't even think, of course I didn't, so I'm speaking for a lot of people, but I don't think people understand that you go to vet school, you get out of vet school and you're a conventional veterinarian, correct? Right. If you want to learn or do anything else past that, you have to go educate yourself and further educate and get certifications and learn more so that you do learn about diet and nutrition and important things like that. And all of these amazing holistic modalities that exist that conventional trained doctors know nothing about because they just never were taught about it. And that's why one of the things I tell people all the time is please be gentle and nice to your conventional veterinarian even though they're not always gentle and nice to you because they can be very opinionated. But as an ambassador on desire for holistic, it's one of the things that you can do to help get veterinarians maybe interested and starting. Many, many veterinarians begin because a client says, you know, I tried this and some veterinarians go, well, and others go, wow, your dog's much better. And those are the type of vets that we want as pet parents is that, hey, I read about this. Do you know anything about it? And for, of course, you know what I do. I do CBD dog health and have my own formulations and tinctures that I created. But it was funny that, you know, vets just weren't open to it. And not until, and that's exactly what happened, not until a pet parent came in and the tumor was gone and the vet said, uh, how, what, what did you do? And they're interested in hearing more. And that's how I got to meet most of the holistic, wonderful vets that I know, or integrated vets that I know is because a pet parent came in and said, I tried this and it worked, but they should, we have the expectation that we should be able to come to our vets and say, Hey, I've heard about CBD. Does it work? 
I've heard about chiropractic. Does it work? And just because you don't know about it, say, nope. Or how many vets are still telling, conventional vets are still telling pet parents that it'll kill them instead of, I don't know, I've heard great things about it. And here's here where you can find more information kind of thing. Well, here, you've got to realize a couple of things. One is when you go through vet school, you're force fed so much information that you forget a lot of it. Um, in first year, you're taught in immunology class that viral vaccines protect for a lifetime. That's like the Stemper and Parvo. But by the time you're in the clinics and told to give them every year or every three years, most people are still doing it every year. You've forgotten what you learned. Um, right. Because it's so push, so hard. And then the second thing is, particularly more recently, as more and more people have gotten pets um, during the, the pandemic, they're swamped. They're busy. And even, I mean, I started working for veterinarians in Japan. I was working for the local base vet when I was 12 years old. Wow. And it was not busy at all. It was really easy. But... In high school, I was working in New Jersey for a veterinarian, so I continued doing that, having decided at that point to become a vet. And back then, we were on call 24-7. There were no emergency clinics. So we did cows, horses, dogs, cats, and we were on call. And then that slowly shifted over the years, as it has in human medicine, with increasing number of specialists. So I started doing homeopathy in 1982 because a client came to me and said, please send my blood results to so-and-so vet who's doing homeopathy. And I went, what's homeopathy? <laughs> and then that vet sent me some remedies and it cured a cat who had awesome. been on antibiotics for three years with bladder problems. Awesome. And so then I went on to teach and I have spoken at conventional vet conferences for decades now, ever since... Oh, 87, 88, uh, all around the world. And there's just something about veterinarians where it, so many of them think they're right. And they want you to do exactly what they say. Now, often it's because of their experience. They've had 15 cats in a row come down with upper respiratory, so they want you to vaccinate for that. So because of this, nowadays, partly because of the work I've done and many others like me in terms of speaking, there are a lot of holistic veterinarians out there. And there are also a number of conventional veterinarians who are at least open to working with you. And a lot of it has to do with you. You, Amen. the pet parent... If you go in saying, yes, I feed raw, yes, I want to use CBD, yes. Well, what do you mean you're not going to let me do that? Well, you're wrong. Uh, that's not going to work the best. So here's a, what I like to recommend is that people start right now researching in a two-hour radius all of the veterinarians that exist in that two hour radius. I think it's so funny you said two hours because my vet is two hours away. <laughs> <laughs> and I live in a big city, very close to everything. And I drive two hours out into the middle of nowhere 
to my four holistic women vets that work in one practice together. And they all have their specialties and they all share. And not only that, they're next door to a rehab vet who used to work for them. So they even work together. So you've got this whole team of people who are working together to find out what's what they can do to help your animal. But even more important, I'm not right now, I'm saying research all veterinarians, not just the holistic ones. Okay. Because what you need to do is find somebody within, if possible, 15 minutes for emergencies. And there are now multiple emergency clinics around. All over so now. you want to find the one that's going to work the best for you. So look for referrals. Read what's on the internet. Don't, you know, I mean, they're disgruntled clients for everything, just like restaurants. I mean, they're, it's a bad clinic. But still, that helps you learn. So I can't help you find your local conventional vet. But what I can say is once you've narrowed it down to maybe you live in a small town and there's only one, or maybe you've got a choice of 10 and you've narrowed it down to four whose website doesn't look too pushy. And here's one clue. Look for veterinary clinics that are not owned by Banfield, VCA, or other corporations. Amen, which is getting harder and harder to do, especially where I live. Well, that will, that actually good things might be happening. I was speaking with a veterinarian recently who's in Colorado, and she has been working for a Banfield hospital and doing integrative medicine there. She's working with Banfield, somebody higher up in Banfield, not at the clinic. She's working with this woman to start changing the attitude of Banfield and Banfield's requirements. That would be nice. Um, so, you know, shifts may happen. She said there's some benefits to corporate. So, but in the meantime, until that happens, look for the ones, particularly look for clinics that have been around a long time. Often, you know, you may not get state of the art and the newest, newest, but you'll get somebody who's willing to work with you and listen to you. And if you need state of the art, you go to a specialist. Right. So for the conventional vets, once you've picked out three or four of them, you can do two things. One is simply make an appointment for a wellness check and go in and talk to them. What are the receptionists like? What is the text like? What is the vet like? And then if you feel you need to interact more with that veterinarian to find out who they are, invite them to lunch. Because think about it. If you're in the, if, if I'm a vet and I'm in the veterinary clinic talking to you and I'm not super interested in what you're saying, I'm going to be listening to, even if I am really interested, I'm going to be paying attention to how that dog came out of surgery, what's happening to the tech over there, what, who's doing this. So I'm not, it's going to be harder to focus if you can get them. I mean, how often, but, and nowadays with COVID, it'll be a lot harder, but say you're going to bring a picnic lunch and you'd like to sit outside with them if the weather allows you to do that. I used to give the same advice for parents with their kids. I'm like, you want your kid to be paid attention to in his classroom and never forgotten about? Bring your damn teacher a gift or volunteer yeah. or do, yeah. is there anything I can help with? You literally have to do that once and they're never going to forget that you were the parent that walked up and asked if there was any way that you could help. This is how I could help. 
Works the same way with our animals. I love that suggestion. The next step, and be honest about what you're looking for and what you want. And then the next step is looking at holistic veterinarians. And so that's the next chunk that we'll talk about is how do you find an integrated veterinarian? Almost, there are very few 100% holistic veterinarians, except for some phone consulting homeopathic ones. Almost all other holistic veterinarians are really integrated veterinarians, which means, yep, they're trained in conventional, they have an x-ray machine, they have a surgery suite, so they can do things, anything that needs, but they also have a laser. They trained in acupuncture or chiropractic or osteopathic or flower essences, a multiplicity of those. So they're trained in other approaches and they have access to and are trained in conventional medicine as well. So it doesn't matter if you go to an integrative vet or a holistic vet. They both will give what you're looking for. But... Uh, You brought up a good point before we got on this show. It's about you. And it's also, you're going to know more about what you want and need for your pet by educating yourself on what you need and want for your pet. So an empowered pet parent, and let me, I don't want anybody to think that this is really hard. Being an empowered pet parent has also made me an empowered human patient. I know how to go in and talk to my human doctor now. I know what to say, I don't want, I do want, can you do this? Those types of things. I know what to ask for before I even walk into my vet office. And we have to take a short break, but when we come back, I want to talk about how important that is, that we do understand certain things about our pet's health, what we can do to prevent having to go to the vet in the first place, because this is what you're saying right now is find your emergency vet and then find your integrative vet that you can go to for when small issues so that you have someone ready when you do have that emergency and then someone that you can go to on a regular annual basis. Actually three, emergency vet plus a close by conventional vet for regular things like stool checks and your holistic vet. Now, the holistic vet and the nearby conventional vet may be the same person. Okay, got it. But you might need three. (laughs) Okay, good. So we're gonna take a short break and we come back, we'll talk more about how we can empower ourselves as pet parents to get what we need for our pets when we come back. If you're like us, your pets are part of the family. That's why at CBD Dog Health, we created a line of human-grade, full-spectrum hemp products tailored specifically to your furry friend's needs. Whether they're suffering from fear of fireworks, arthritis from old age, or even seizures and cancer, research shows that a high-quality CBD oil can make a big difference for them. Enter coupon code RADIO at CBDDogHealth.com for 15% off your first order. That's R-A-D-I-O. CBD Dog Health, healing naturally. Hello, and we're back with your natural dog with Dr. Christina Chambreau. Thank you so much for joining me again. The second time I've had you on because I just love the uh, information you share. I also love that you have been practicing for so long that you've been able to watch this industry (laughs) change, what the trends are, and us as pet parents trying to navigate it. But We talked about being a empowered pet parent, meaning that we know what we're doing before we even step foot into that vet office and trying to find a good vet. You said you just went through something 
recently where you came to Florida and needed to find a vet for your daughter. Right. So what so this is talk- a vet looking for a vet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to talk now about that piece that we were talking about, finding a holistic vet. Okay. Each of you listening right now could be in totally different places. Many of you are here because you have an animal who's really sick and, and you're looking for anything. Will CBD help my dog? What would help my, dog, my cat right now? They're, it's really sick. And so I'm encouraging everyone to take a step back. And what I want you to do is start really thinking, using your common sense. Is it better to feed a person processed food twice a day or fresh food? Is it better to use a lot of toxins or avoid the toxins? That sort of thing. So then you know what you're looking for before your animal gets sick. And that was what was true with my daughter. She has a um, service dog that she rescued from somebody uh, who had to get rid of it. Wonderful, wonderful Australian shepherd. And he was, he's fine. He's probably eight or so. And I wanted her to be taking him to a veterinarian who was an integrative practice who did acupuncture or chiropractic or preferably combination of both. Now I do homeopathy, but I'm not running a clinic anymore. I'm doing pet health coaching. So I couldn't give her what she needed for her dog. So what I had to do, and this is, we will have a link for you to go to, is so each veterinarian who decides to learn something holistic learns something different, learns a different modality. But many of them learn multiple modalities. They can't afford to belong to every single organization that's out there. That's going to make it harder for you. <laughs> and, and that's okay. It's worth spending the time to do it. So in the article link that you'll find, it's about how to select and work with a holistic veterinarian. And you will find a modality, homeopathy. And then we have, this is for worldwide. So there's about four for worldwide different websites to go to. And then there's acupuncture, Chinese medicine. There's four or five websites for that. Then there's chiropractic, osteopathic. So there's websites and you have to go to all of them to find who's in your neck of the woods. So I did that. I looked for about a three town radius, probably a 50 mile. She wouldn't go very far. So I was looking for about probably 20, 20, 25 mile radius. And I came up with, I don't remember exactly, maybe 13 names. And oops, here's another big problem. These websites are not kept up current. So the first one I called, the phone number had been disconnected. So I had to Google that veterinarian to see if there was a different phone number and if she was still in the area. The second one I called, The clinic answered and they went, Dr. Who? Oh, oh, I think she was here three years ago. And then the third one I called sounded really good, sounded okay. And um, they were now booking four months out. And then the fourth one I called, 
So these are the problems. This is what you're going to run into. The fourth one I called said, oh, yes, we have somebody who does acupuncture. And I'm going to myself, okay, that's good. And then I had to find out what kind of acupuncture. So as well, as Angela said, it's really about you taking responsibility for learning about what's needed. So some veterinarians go to a weekend workshop on acupuncture and they are they walk home with give use these five points if there's arthritis, use these five points if there's wow. tumor, use these five points for this. They're not looking at the holistic animal, the whole animal. They're not thinking holistically. Now, they still could be useful for what you need. You have um, really, you know what to feed, you're avoiding toxins, and you need acupuncture on a regular basis, maybe once a season or once a month because you have an agility dog who has a tendency to have a little limp if he doesn't get acupuncture, but with occasional acupuncture, he keeps going. So that person might be fine for you. It took me speaking, calling all 13 until I found one out of the 13 that was close, sounded nice, and then I went and visited the clinic, took the dog, had an exam, and she was wonderful. Awesome. I love that, A, we weren't even sure what we were going to talk about today and that you went through all of this. This is a vet looking for a vet, and it took her 13 to find one. So this is why we're doing this show. You guys can't think that it's a pick up the phone call. You have to do your research and you have to know what you want and what you're looking for and what's going to help your pet the most. And that article that we have the link to actually talks about that. And then it also talks about what you can do to help your holistic vet be more helpful for your pet. So it's got more than just those, more than just the links. It's got more information in there for you. And one of the most important things that you can do is to start now keeping a journal on your pets. After I'd been in practice about 20 years, people started saying, Dr. Shombro, please write a book. And I went, you know, there's all of these good books. There's tons so of good holistic see. books. I, <laughs> what am I going to add to that? And then I thought, you know what's missing is as a homeopath, I ask for all the symptoms now and in the past, and sometimes it's hard for you to remember them. And then I, tr I give offer a treatment, and then I say, what changed? And you go, mm, I'm not sure. So if there's, a, so I decided to create a journal for you. Awesome. So it's a book, the Healthy Animals Journal, that's in print, it, like a print book. And then I did Healthy Dog and Healthy Cat Journal that you can get online. But you can keep a journal yourself. It's simply a matter of writing, doing a timeline. What happened now and from day one until now, and you continue that timeline. Especially if you have a sick pet. For, especially for sick, but I really want to encourage people to start doing it before you have a sick pet. I know, I know. It's, it's really important. Absolutely. Because I can't tell you how many times we'll do um, a consultation for people who want to know whether cannabis is a good option for their pet and how many times they don't know why they're giving a dog a certain medication, what it's supposed to help, and not keeping track. Like, one of my favorite things is to look at all the records and then be able to go, oh, 
did it start? And then I'll say to them, hey, did you notice that that seizure started happening after you put the Brevecto on them? Oh my gosh, yes. If I, Because I see you went to the vet here and then they got this and then seizures started to happen. Then they gave you this prescription med, which then caused this to happen. So it is, what when you say common sense, I want pet parents to know that you know better. You can take control of your pet's health. Uh, now that I know better, I go once a year. I don't even have to go once a year because now I have Zach, who's our chief vet, who's <laughs> who takes care of my rescue farm. And I got Dr. Urban who comes and helps. So I don't have to go to a vet anymore, except for Nina, who's got to have her specialist. But even if I didn't know all them, I know exactly what to do now and what to look for. And I feel very powerful knowing that. I don't ever have to be in the bind that I was 15 years ago when I had a sick pet and just kept going to the same vet, just doing what they told me to do. And that's critical. Anytime things aren't working, no matter how nice and polite and loving your veterinarian is, if it's not working, then you need to think about doing something differently. And that's why now what I'm doing is pet health coaching. People call me not knowing what to do next or who to go to, and I actually find the vet for them. I do awesome. the work to find the vet that's going to work the best for them. Okay, may take so two or three tries. But Tell them how I to do, do that, that, how they can get in touch with you. Um, I also know that you're um, involved in another wonderful yep. organization that helps uh, empower us. So how do they get in touch with you? Because that is a wonderful service. Well, we'll be, we'll definitely have the, the links for that. And um, so my email is healthyanimals at AOL.com or healthyanimals at AOL.com. And my website is myhealthyanimals.com. Awesome. And don't worry, you're going to get like a not secure thing popping up. And you're not ordering or paying anything on that site. So don't worry about the not secure. I'm still working with HostGator on it. Okay, <laughs> I'm awesome. not that great with computers. So number one is I can help you. But there are the Holistic Actions Academy was founded by a friend of mine and a colleague, Dr. Jeff Feynman, to do just that, that you can do it for yourself. So it's a membership site where you can ask all sorts of questions, find articles like the one I just mentioned, have a 15-minute talk with one of us once a month. So um, it's definitely worth checking out holisticactions.com. And if you want to try to do a full membership just for a week to test it out, you can use the code 2BALANCE20 with balance in capitals to do that. Awesome. Um, so that's a good offer. But more importantly, I, I just, I really, you know, it's just so important right now because of the COVID that if you were wanting, if you think that holistic might be something you'd be interested in, well, what's holistic? You may not be listening, you may be listening to this and not even know that, yes, we can do everything done for people. Well, almost everything can be done for animals, some psychiatric you know, talk therapy may not work for our animals. <laughs> right, or, or psilocybin. I don't know that yet. I don't know if that'll help them at all yet. Right, but right. So you're right. But, but almost anything else you hear of, and so much of it you can do yourself that's, that's 100% safe. That's what Massage, I love. Massage, flower essences, 
all good for us and animals. Yep. They particularly important are energy modalities where you don't need to buy anything because you know with what's going on with COVID, we have limited inner, we have limited distribution. So they're empty shelves. And there are times you may call for products you want, even flower essences, and they're not available because they couldn't buy the bottles yep. for them. Right. So if you can learn energy, pure energy medicine, you have first aid tools right here with your fingers. So number one for that is Reiki. Number two for that is Eden Energy Medicine. There's Theta Healing, Quantum Healing, Bankston method, and there's a Dr. Edward in Australia that I'm just starting to research now, who seem, it seems very powerful. Acupressure, for sure. So all of those, you don't need anything but your hands. So start learning now. I love and it. You can begin learning at Holistic Actions, but there's so many other resources. Again, there are plenty of books that you can get. There's plenty online. Now, when you go online, again, if you're looking for a veterinarian, you may get different opinions about each veterinarian. So you need to take them with a grain of salt and you make up your mind right. about, is this holistic veterinarian working the way you want them to work? but I don't even know anything about holistic. How can I know what I want? Number one, they need to listen to you. Number two, if they are not seeing you in the clinic, if they take your dog or cat in to be worked on in the clinic to be examined, they need to come back out and tell you either by phone, because some of them, I know one veterinarian who's so immunosuppressed, she hasn't left her house in two years, wow. but she talks to her clients by video phone. So they need to talk to you. And if you say, oh, you did acupuncture, can I do acupressure? Will you show me the points? So at your car, they need to show you the points. Or yep. if they're doing video, they bring another dog in and do it and show you the points. Yep. So they need to, you need to feel like you're listened to and they are responsive to what you're doing. And come in prepared with your questions so that you know what you need the answers to and what you want ahead of time. And a paper and pencil. That's right. So you can take notes or record so that you don't forget. Okay, we've run out of time and we've got a call from a listener that we want to play so that we can answer their question. We're going to play that right now. Hi guys, my name is Michael and I am the father of two lovely Italian greyhounds named Hanky and Hoagie. I live in Nashville and I had a question about my dog's temperature. They run a little cold. Uh, they're a little shaky. I like to put them in their sweaters um, to try and make sure that they're not getting too cold. But I'm wondering if there are any herbs or supplements that you might recommend uh, that are warming that might help raise their internal temperature. Uh, I might be looking into it too much, but I love your guys' show so much. I figured you would be the right person to ask about this. Uh, so, yeah, please let me know if there's any dietary changes that I could implement that might help them a little bit, especially during the winter. All right. I love your guys' show so much. Thank you. 
Oh, thank you. Great question. And this is all you because I don't know. And I always think that when I see these little Italian greyhounds shaking and or the chihuahuas shaking, you're like, are you cold? Are you nervous? But yeah, I love this question. But all yours, you answer. Well, he, he came from Italy. You know, oh. it's warm in much of Italy, although they oh, have the like Italian that. Alps as well. So often you have to take that into consideration. So I would recommend that you get some books on Chinese food therapy. So the one of the books that's been around forever is Four Paws, Five Directions, Four Paws, Five Directions, you which is that? by Cheryl Schwartz. And she talks about what type is your more yin or yang, metal, water, fire. And then she gives specific suggestions in terms of foods that you can try. Now, just because she says it doesn't mean it's going to work for your dogs. It might work for one, but not for the other. So another book that I love is Fresh Food and Ancient Wisdom. And it's by Ihor, I-H-O-R, Basco, B-A-S-K-O. And he goes through the same, a little bit of that. Now, she goes into acupressure points and things like that. His is just feeding. So he talks about different foods that you can feed. Sometimes being super chilly or super hot, either one, is an early warning sign that the underlying balance is not completely balanced, that there, it's off a little bit. So it's what we call an early warning sign of internal imbalance. And I've got a huge list of those. We've got it on the Holistic Actions website and on my website, like goop in the corner of the eyes or smelly dogs or tartar on the teeth. Healthy dogs don't have that. And so if it's that, just changing the diet may not be enough. But step one is to make sure you're feeding a fresh food diet, that you're using a lot of variety. You're not making a dog food that you feed the same thing day after day after day. One day you feed chicken, or for a week you feed chicken, then you feed turkey, then you feed duck, and you pay attention, keeping a journal, with, do you notice that when you're feeding different foods, the shivering is less? Then feed more of those foods. I'm doing that right now with my hot flashes. I'm like, (laughs) okay, it was awful last night. Yep, oh, I had ice cream. Oh, I had... I had that bread. Okay, now I get it. But this is what you're saying is really journaling and paying attention to what's causing it. So if the dog is healthy, let's say pretend they're completely healthy, everything's good, and they're just shivering, are they just cold because they're little skinny dogs? Again, there's, it's, it's a, a, a continuum. So if the dogs have a super quality of life and they, he puts on a jacket and they go out in a sweater, and they go out and they play and they run and they enjoy being outdoors, and they come home and they're fine. Maybe they lay down and take a nap, but they're fine. Then that's just normal. But even playing around with foods might help. However, on the other, on the further of the continuum would be a dog that when it's cold out, it's like, I'm not going to go outside, even if there's a coat on, or they go outside because they have to go potty, and they're just, you know, they're looking at you beseechingly, please, let's go back in. And therefore, it's something that's affecting their life. 
So if the quality of life is hindered by anything at all, then it's an indication of imbalance. Got it. Rather than just a preference. So for instance, we can have very friendly dogs and we can have grumpy dogs, friendly cats, hiding cats, or sort of standoffish cats. And both can be, all of those can be completely healthy. Got it. It's not like there's one particular thing, behavior, temperature that's normal. It's a wide range. So you have to look at all the symptoms that are going on and most importantly, the general quality of life. And that's what you want to be looking for when you're seeking holistic veterinary care. And at Holistic Actions, Dr. Jeff coined the term BEAM, BEAM the light on health. So B for behavior, E for energy, A for appetite, and M for mood. And if whatever treatment is being done for any condition, if your dog or cat is feeling better and feeling happier, you're on the right track. Love it. If the symptom goes away, like the itching, but oh, they're not feeling as well, or now they're grumpy, or now they're um, licking photographs, or has some odd behavior, wrong, wrong treatment, you need to shift. So it really is, even working with holistic veterinarians, just because we're holistic doesn't mean we're going to get along with you. Just because we're holistic doesn't mean we have the one answer. Just because we're holistic, you know, CBD works for some and doesn't work for every, everybody. And so it's a matter of the wonderful thing is that there are so many different holistic approaches that you can learn yourself and that veterinarians can offer you. And we get new ones every year that I learn about that I never heard about. I mean, you can work with gemstones and put gemstones in your pet's water. And I've seen them turn around, snuffle that, just snuffling. And if you make your own, then you're not contributing to uh, any problems in the environment. No, so. I love it. I love that you've been able to have so many years of experience and watch how all these things that I, some of them I haven't even heard about. (laughs) But what the best thing is, is that the more you treat the entire animal and look at the whole animal, which is what holistic medicine is all about, the better you'll be off because you'll be able to figure out what's wrong by paying attention. We're out of time. Thank you so much, Dr. Christina Shembro, for joining me again. I'm sure we'll have you on again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Love it. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Make sure to rate, comment, subscribe, and share with your friends. And if you want your questions answered live, make sure to call in to 252-377-4555. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and at AngelaArtolino.com. And remember, you can always sign up for a full holistic consultation at CBDDogHealth.com slash consultations. Introducing MycoDog, an award-winning line of medicinal mushroom extracts combined with adaptogens like ashwagandha, astragalus root, and bacopa monieri, made specifically for your pets. When it comes to mushrooms, sourcing really matters. Unlike other products on the market that are grown in China or elsewhere, the mushrooms in MycoDog tinctures are grown here in the United States to the highest quality standards. 
MycoDog offers three formulas designed to support senior dogs, as well as those suffering from dementia and canine cognitive disorder, breathing and respiratory issues, or autoimmune diseases and cancer. Use coupon code YNDPODCAST at MycoDog.com for 10% off these fantastic fungi.